What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's well. I got a new Asking Alexandra video coming out. I'm going to do a breakdown for the Izzy fight, even though I know that's a few weeks away. I'm going to figure this whole YouTube thing out. I'm going to record a bunch of videos in advance because that's how everybody does it. So I'm going to start doing it that way instead of week up. I'm really excited, man. And then we're going to talk about Nick Diaz because I recently saw a photo of his. So we'll talk about that on the YouTube channel. Make sure you follow Punch the Mouth official on Instagram, official underscore PATM on X. Everybody, I hope everybody's well. UFC Singapore, huh? Crazy, crazy fight. Anyway, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. But listen, you guys really gotta listen. Are you guys listening? I don't think you guys are listening, but listen. That was pretty dope, right? One more time, one more time. Sick, right? But anyway, let's get into it. Um, UFC Singapore. Max Holloway defeats Korean Zombie. I'm gonna be honest with you. It didn't surprise me at all. It didn't surprise me at all because I... Going into the fight, I'm like, well, this is probably Korean Zombie's um last fight, win or lose, because he's from Korea, right? But the fight in your home continent of Asia, that's something special, man. Something special. And then Ilya Taporia made me laugh because he goes, it's time for both of these guys to retire. Like, dude, relax. Relax. Max is only 32. We'll see what happens. And it's funny because at the press conference, he goes, my job at this point is to be undeniable for that belt. Like, if I have to beat contenders upon contenders, I will. But my job is to be undeniable. I can't find it, but he said my job at this point is to be undeniable. Let's read this article. Max Holloway told he showed signs of decline in win over Korean zombie. Holloway's latest performance once again reminded fans that he's still an elite talent at featherweight. Kenny Florin was impressed by Max Holloway's recent win over Chan Sung Jung, but the former UFC title challenger does believe that Holloway's fighting future won't include another bid to reclaim the featherweight title. Last headline UFC's return to Singapore last weekend opposite Jung, who entered the night as the promotion's number eight ranked featherweight contender. The Korean Zombie had some big moments where he was able to catch Holloway clean during the fight, but in the third round, South Korea was floored by a, the South Korean sorry, was floored by a perfect counter shot. Subsequently announced his retirement. Not subsequently, like I knew it. People that knew that it was coming, like they knew. Fans are used to seeing Holloway have his way with basically any featherweight not named Alexander Volkanovsky. And when Florian recapped the event with John Anik, pointed out that it wasn't necessarily a perfect Florian from the Hawaiian. Well, maybe, like this pissed me off. Well, maybe it's because he's kind of distracted with what's going on in Hawaii right now, bro. Have you guys thought about that? Have you guys thought about that's weighing on his mind? You don't think he was emotional seeing everybody wear the I Love Hawaii UFC t-shirt? Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if Max would say, you know what, I need to pull out of this fight right now. He probably wasn't mentally prepared to fight, but he did anyway. I think there were flashes of Max Holloway in the fight that looked like he was in his prime still Florian said. But there were other aspects where I did notice a certain decline in his skills. But this is what happens. You can fight at the highest level at 
for as long as someone like Max Holloway does, and you're gonna get that overtime. And another thing is, he knocked Korean Zombie down in the second round. Like, I want to know what the cla- is it that he's telling me that he got caught a couple times. Korean Zombie's back. Like, what is this guy talking about? But let's look at the card as a whole. Better than looking at individual articles. I think that would be better at this point if we did that instead. So let's get into it. Okay, Max Holloway defeats Korean Zombie by a KO in the third round. That was nuts. Like, Korean Zombie said, F this. I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out with a bang. And just came forward, and Max met him in the middle, and they banged it out, and Max won. Anthony Smith defeats Ryan Spann in a close split decision. Ryan busted Anthony's eye really good. Giga Chikate defeats Alex Caceres by unanimous Reina Nakamura defeats Rene Garcia. Aaron Blanchfield defeats Tyler Santos. A lot of people called this fight boring, but I don't think it was boring. I just think Tyler had really good takedown defense, so Aaron had to adjust. That's it, bro. There's no denying this girl. The only way you deny her is if Valentina Chevchenko defeats Alexa Grasso and she's not getting the next title shot. But other than that, or... <laughs> She has to end up fighting one more, which would be the winner of Manan Ferro and Rose Namajunas, who fight this Saturday. Let's see the ring. Yeah, Aaron's now number two. Manan Ferro is number three, and Rose is on the ring. So we'll see what happens. I thought it was a good fight. Like, they both kind of evenly matched each other. So in the striking range, Tyler, um, you could clearly see she had the advantage in the striking range, so Aaron had to get close. But once it got to the ground, Tyler did a good job of just defending. So Aaron won the way she needed to win. So yeah, she's either going to end up fighting the winner of Manan Farot or and Rose Namajunas, or she's getting the title shot next. But I can't wait, man. This girl's everything I believed she was, so I can't wait to see what happens. As far as Anthony Smith, Ryan Span fight goes, what a crazy fight. And I find it funny because Alex Pereira had choice words to say to um Anthony Smith because let me see like let's see Alex Pereira sounds off on washed up Anthony Smith for bashing other fighters. He's never amounted to anything. Those are Alex's words, or at least that's how it's being reported about what he said. Alex Pereira has some scathing words for fellow UFC light heavyweight Anthony Smith. Herrera has caught wind of comments made by Lionheart Smith expressed his belief that Potan Poyatan isn't as intimidating at light heavyweight as he was in the middleweight division. Smith is known for being vocal about his take, while insisting he never intends to be disrespectful. Alex Pereira goes off on Smith. Regardless of Smith's intentions, Alex Pereira doesn't appreciate Lionheart's take about him. The former middleweight champion took to his YouTube channel to respond. I always see Smith taking, especially about me. Wait, wait, what? This is how it says. I always see Smith taking, especially about me, Pereira said. I don't know what he has against me. He relishes bashing other athletes because he has no clue what they go through. He has to give his two cents because he loves being in the spotlight, Pereira stated. No one talks about him, so he spouts off nonsense just to get some screen time. Pereira went on to say he believes that Anthony Smith has some jealousy over how quickly He's garnered success in the UFC. The guy is frustrated because I'm already making good money going for another championship, entering another weight class, and all the eyes are now on me, and he's stuck in a rut. The only ones who speak bad about me are Anthony Smith type, washed up veterans who never amounted to anything. They're in a really tight spot or are still in nobody. Dang, that's messed up. I don't think... I mean, Anthony's very vocal, and he, like, like you could tell it's constructive criticism, like, at least when I hear him speak, because I, I always 
really like to hear Anthony Smith's interviews. He's well-spoken. He's got good intel. So I like when he speaks, but not everybody's me, you know. And there's a response from Anthony. Let's see if I can. Anthony Smith issues fiery response to Alex Pereira after washed-up comments. Anthony Smith wasn't looking for a fight, but if that's what Alex Pereira wants, the one-time UFC title challenger isn't going to back away. Smith recently came under fire Monday when Pereira issued a scathing response to comments Lionheart made recently about the former middleweight champion as the former middleweight himself who found success after moving up to 205. Smith was asked about Pereira's transition the light heavyweight division noted that Pereira fought well in his divisional debut against Jan Blanco at UFC 291. Smith also stated that Pereira wasn't the same large scary monster at 205, reasoning that the Brazilian 6'4 frame was fairly normal for an elite light heavyweight, rather than being a gigantic gigantic 185er. Pereira, however, didn't take kindly to those comments, much to Smith's confusion. So I'll be honest, I texted Pereira's coach Glover yesterday and said, what in the fuck is this? Smith said Tuesday on Sirius XM's MMA Today, because I'm trying to figure out which direction I'm supposed to go here. Like, did he take something out of context? Like, is he reading at night? Or did he actually listen to what I said? Because I said, what I said was essentially he is the same size as everyone else. You think if I said Islam is the same size as every other lightweight, he's going to come at me all pissed off about it? No. My whole point was that he moved up to 205 pounds. He's not going to enjoy a size advantage that he did at 185. That's it. I don't think that it, I don't think that it's that crazy. Am I wrong? Because the whole question was your guy that moved up from 185 to 205, there are some of the things that you've experienced that Alex may be expecting. And what you see as the difference, I said, the difference is he's not the largest guy in that division. He went from being the largest middleweight on the planet on Earth to a normal-sized 205er. And then I went on to say, what makes him special is how I use the word special. And he's a special talent when it comes to being a striker. And that, division, the, and that the division is more interesting with him in it, Smith continued. Okay. I think what happened here is... Because a lot of times stuff can get lost in translation. And then it goes on to say, in a fire response issue in his YouTube channel, Watson lit Smith and essentially dismissed him as an American and watched a veteran who never amounted anything. If there's one guy doing well and the other guy's criticizing, people aren't stupid. They'll see what's going on, Pereira said in a response to Smith. They'll see that he's just a bitter man. A day later, Smith still isn't sure what set Pereira off provoke such a personal response. And considering both men are coming off wins and ranked in the UFC's top eight of the light heavyweight division, Smith isn't concerned with making nice with Pereira. And then he goes, I said a bunch of nice stuff about you and you're going to talk shit? I don't think so, Smith said. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. And then we're just going to shake hands when we see each other because you're doing this media thing because you're looking for a rival. You want a fucking rival. You got one right here. I didn't do shit to you. I've been nothing but complimentary of him and his whole team. I like his coaches. I love Glover to death. And a lot of his training partners, like, I don't know what I did to that guy. Honestly, to me, it sounds like something I lost in translation because all Anthony did say, because you could see it in the Jan Blakovic fight, like Pereira couldn't go in with that same recklessness like he did against Izzy because he knew the type of firepower that was coming back. Because I'll tell you one thing, if Izzy were to move up to 205, excuse me, like he did against Jan, Alex will knock him out easily. Like, you're not going to take away this notion for me that Alex is the better fighter than Izzy. Yes, Izzy knocked him out. But what was happening before Izzy knocked him out? Alex was throwing the combinations. Alex was dominating that fight. You're not going to tell me no. Again, it goes back to the thing. Alex didn't get his ass kicked. 
he got caught. Izzy was getting his ass kicked, in my opinion. Okay, announced fight. So Kaikara France is out. Felipe Dos Santos will, will step in and fight Manel Cape on September 9th. Nasser Rad Hyperset versus Landon Kionis will also happen on that same card. Hyper Crosby will also take on Kevin Jowsett on that same card. Noche de UFC, Anthony Hernandez will be on that card. Oh no, he's out. Anthony Hernandez is out. Josh Friedman steps in to fight Roman Kopilov. Abdul Razan Hassan will fight Joe Fryer or Pfeiffer. I don't know. I, I don't know how to Liam McCarr will fight Sarah McMahon at Bellator 300. Uh, on October 14th, DJ Brown will fight Darren Elkins. On November 4th in Brazil, Gilbert Bolfim will fight Nicolas Dalby. On November 18th, Nick Aguari will fight Patton Talbot. Arna Hihiro will fight Amanda Hiba. And Nicolas Montoya will fight Trey Oden. So those are some announced fights. And then they also announced Arnold Allen will fight Paul Craig in October. Right. November 18th, they will fight each other. They're the main event. This is Brendan Allen and Paul Craig. Now, the other day, if you're not keeping up with social media or if you just listen to this show, Connor put out a social media post, I want to say on X, because he doesn't really use Instagram that much, saying that he's fighting Mike Chandler on, at UFC 296 in December. This will be the last thing, and then after this, so now when I say a bunch of pages, I don't mean MMA junkie. I don't mean MMA fighting. I don't mean any of those really big news outlets. But like these other wannabe MMA pages, like they ran with that and said breaking Conor McGregor versus Mike Chandler official for UFC 296 or whatever it is. Is it 296? Let me see. Yes, it is because 294 is in October. 95 will be November, so 296. Like, guys, why don't you do the work? Like, I reached out to Connor's manager, I reached out to Challenge manager, and I reached out to the UFC. None of them have gotten back to me, but my point is, I reached out without saying, oh, this is it. Now, if somebody else reports it and it, I feel they're credible, then I'll say, yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. But because of everything surrounding Conor McGregor's situation, like the USADA testing and the two-month, the two-clean test, not the two-month, the two-clean test, we got to wait, man. I know Conor wants to fight on that card. And again, I will stay with the notion. They will not push Sean O'Malley on that card. Somebody made a mock um, UFC 296 card and put... Chris Weidman versus Nick Diaz on the prelim. Like, Nick would mop the floor with. I love Chris, but come on, Nick would mop the floor. But, yeah, UFC 296. I might build my own card. I have to wait and see. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me on X. Punch them out the official on Instagram. Punch them out the official on Instagram. And then on X, official underscore P-A-T-M. Adrian, what's wrong with you, bro? Peace, guys. Later.